We're in Friendship Church Studios in beautiful Shakopee, Minnesota. I'm here with Pastor Joel Farber and special guest, Friendship Church's own missionary in Belize, Kenny Welch. We invite you to join us as we discuss discipleship and worship, not just here, but around the world. Thank you for listening in. I'm Kenny White. Grab some coffee, buckle up, and enjoy the ride on this week's episode of your Friendship Church Podcast. Want to know more about Friendship's Missions program? Pastor Joel here letting you know that Mission Sunday is March 21st. Each year we celebrate a time where we recognize the many missionaries that we support. This year our special guests are Dirk and Lorna Johnson. There will be live messages on both campuses as we discuss how to be a part of God's work around the world. Will you accept the challenge to take action and share in the Great Commission? Looking forward to seeing you at Friendship Church on March 21st. Thanks for joining in. I am super excited about the podcast today. We have some special things going on. And I was thinking, Joel, before we introduce our guest, we should do a special segment to get people engaged and ready for our guest. Ooh, a special segment? Yes, sir. Okay, wait. A special segment? <laughs> yes, sir. How about, let's call it, unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my. All right, let's try it. Oh. Okay, here we go. Well, I, I'm gonna get, I'm just gonna share some facts that are unbelievable uh, for you. So, j- just get ready. I don't know if you know this about Belize, but Belize is the only Central American city where English is the official language. What? Huh? That is unbelievable. <laughs> I, I can't even believe that. It's no, it's true. It's true. I would have thought Spanish. I, I know a lot of people think that. That's this is the only one in Central America. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. How about this one? I don't know if you know this one. Uh, Belize obtained its independence from the United Kingdom on September 21st, 1981. What? Yeah. 1981. Wow. That is unbelievable. <laughs> You're right. That is crazy. You know, sometimes people ask this question to me. Like, uh, I think I think someone asked me this in the hallway just this week. They said, "Kenny, what is the currency of Belize?" And I didn't know. Oh man. Yeah, uh, you sometimes just get blitzed with these sorts of questions. On is it Sundays. the the euro? It is not the euro. It is the Belize dollar. And let me tell you the value what? of it. Okay. It takes two Belize dollars for every one U.S. dollar. Okay. Well, you know, I would have guessed something not not what I would have known. And so I just got to admit, wow, that is unbelievable. <laughs> That's right. Well, and if anybody asks you uh, in the hallway at church or whatever, you got an answer now. The Belize dollar. The Belize dollar. Yep. You're welcome. All right. Belize has the only Jaguar reserve in the world. They're reserving Jaguars? 
<laughs> I vroom, so. Not that kind of jaguar. <laughs> oh, not like, a not meow. a jaguar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the cat. The actual cat. <laughs> wow, that is unbelievable. <laughs> Kenny, got to say, is there anything else or was that it? No, th- those were the main things. Well, I need to share that you got me. I am now a Belizer. Oh my <laughs> well, you know, that might be unbelievable, but we we have a God who loves us very much and has connected us all, and that's why I'm excited about our next guest. Joel, you know... About a month ago, I had the opportunity to be on a Zoom meeting with one of our missionaries. Uh, His name's Kenny Welch, and Kenny was just uh, bright-eyed and excited about what what God is doing in Belize, and we get the honor today to introduce to our Friendship Church fam, Pastor Kenny Welch of Belize. Pastor Kenny, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me this morning. It's, It's an honor to be here and to to be speaking with you guys this day. Yeah, so you're you're in Belize currently. Is is it pretty warm there right now? Yeah, right now we're at 82 and it's probably going to heat up a little. Um <laughs> wind coming yes. from the southwest and uh sunny sun is shining <laughs> out. Good day. Good. It's almost exactly like that here in Minnesota today. I th- I think it it's supposed to peak around 5 degrees. So <laughs> that is far off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Pastor Kenny, I I just wanted to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Maybe uh, you know where you're serving at, and um, and tell us about your family. All right. Well, my name is Kenneth Welch. Um, I go by Kenny a lot. Um, and I like that since that that you are Pastor Kenny White, so people can confuse us all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I live in Belize City right now at the moment, and um, I'm pastoring two churches, one here in Belize City on the south side um, in a rough neighborhood, and the other one is 54 miles away going south in a small village called Gales Point. Um, Gales Point is where I was raised. Um, so that's my hometown, and I lead a, a church there as well. Uh, I'm married. Uh, come April, I'm going to be married for 10 years. Congratulations. My wife and I, thank you. My wife and I have two beautiful girls. We have Anaya, who's going to be eight come October, and we have Nissa, who is going to turn three come April. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. That's really cool. Uh, so pastoring two churches, that's not an easy thing to do. Um, maybe you could share a little bit about uh, what, so you started in in Gales Point, is that right? Yeah, I started pastoring in Gales Point in 2009. Okay. And and then just recently you went up to Belize City, is is that correct? I, yeah, we moved up to the city in early 2017. Okay. To start leading a church up here. Wow, uh, you know that you had mentioned that that it's kind of in a a, a difficult setting. Um, tell us a little bit about you know what's what's the 
the life in the day of Kenny Welch. What what happens in terms of ministry? What are some things that you're regularly addressing through the week? What 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 does that look like for us? Well, it's um, it shifts from weeks to weeks. Uh, honestly, there is I can't really set my hands down on a set schedule as to things. Um, that are going to be done. I mean, besides, you know, regular devotion, spending time with the Lord, you know, um, studying the word to prepare for for Bible study and for Sunday services, Mm -hmm. there's always a lot of, you know, odds and ends, things to be taken care of. You know, when when people are having a rough time and they, they need someone to talk to, you have to make yourself available for that, you know, um, going to the church, hanging out with the guys um, mm-hmm. that are there because we do a, a men's study on Saturday morning, every other Saturday morning. But still, we try to, you know, keep in touch, um, mainly using the, the the technologies that we have available to us, you know, Facebook groups, WhatsApp groups, mm-hmm. and what's not, just to try and keep on top of, of what is going on with everyone so that we know, you know, where people are at and how we can be praying for them, how we can be ministering to them. Sure. Um, a lot of driving is involved in in my weekly activities since since both churches are fifty four miles apart. You know. Sure. And um, you know, sometimes people need to see you that are on the other end, and then you still have to get back home to the family. You know, dedicate time to to spend with the wife and with the girls. Sure. So uh, you had mentioned driving, and it, it seems like to me that Brian Lubinsky sent me a link, uh, maybe at the end of the year, about a situation with a van that was, uh, I mean, this was this was arson, right? I mean, someone caught it on fire. M- maybe you could share a little bit about that story and kind of what happened there. Oh, so that was, uh, I guess, one of the highlights of 2020 for us. It was very, very scary times. Um, the the church van was actually lit on fire by a guy who was upset because we did not give his mother a ride home. Um, now, now, keep in mind, nobody bothered to to come and, and ask or even get any details as to why we couldn't give her a ride. Uh, we were going from the city to Gales Point. The van was full. It's a 12-passenger van. We had already 13 people in it, along with, with groceries and, and luggage and other stuff. So we were, we were packed. Mm. And when we passed her on the road, she was only about, I don't know, a mile out from where she lived. You know, mm-hmm. so it it wasn't like she was, you know, miles and miles away and really needed a ride. And she was walking with someone. They were having a conversation, but supposedly she was upset because we didn't give her a ride. So we were sleeping and I smelled like burn rubber uh, around, you know, 4, 4.30 in the morning. So I decided I should just get up and and see what that was. Um, and when I got up, I could immediately see a little bit of glare through the window. And I thought it's way too early for the sun to be up. So when I opened the window, I realized that the van was on fire outside. Mm. Um, 
I got up, I got the three boys who were at the house there with us to try and see if we could have done anything to it. But there wasn't much we could do because it was already engulfed in flames. And then we also remember that we had full butane tanks and we didn't take them out of the van. They were still inside the van. So I told the boys that we need to draw back in case any explosion would go off. Oh, wow. um, wife and kids were in the house and there were also um, seven or maybe nine other young ladies that my wife was ministering to who were spending the night over at the house as well. So it was, it was scary. Yeah. So how did that, how did that turn out? I mean, you, you had mentioned you have a vehicle now, were you able to have that, the van replaced? Um, how, how did things go from there? Were you able to have a a conversation with that young person who set the van on fire? I still haven't got a real, uh, one-on-one opportunity to speak with him as yet. Um, but I see him from time to time, you know, I still say, hi, hello, how you're doing and all that. And occasionally he would just put his head down, you know, as if he's in shame. Mm. Um, the van was replaced. Uh, some friends of ours from Arizona were able to put a GoFundMe together and, and we, the Lord blessed us with the funds to replace the van. Um, I had to do some hard things that my heart knew was right, but my flesh didn't want it mm. in, in some of those moments. Um, uh, a, a good advice I got from a friend in the heat of all that was that I should go and and buy some grocery stuff and take it to the family of the, the guy who burnt the van and, and just talk with them and pray with them and bless them, mm. you know, which some people look at and say, you're crazy for doing that. But I, I felt like that was advice that came directly from scripture. And I, I did just that. And you know, I feel like the air is being cleared between me and them with, with whatever kind of hostility they had for me not giving their mom a ride. Amen. Pastor Kenny, that, uh, I mean, you you telling that story, and I just think that's exactly what Jesus would do. <laughs> I just, I'm sure of it. So thank you for modeling that. Um, we just don't know in the days to come how God will use it, right? I mean, that's that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, Joel is sitting here, and he's being really patient, but he wants to ask you about uh, worship in Belize. So, Joel, I'm, I'm going to give it over to you. <laughs> well, yeah, Pastor Kenny, I've just been interested in, you know, music style from Belize. You know, I've never been there, I have to admit. Um, so, you know, what kind of music is popular down there? What kind of music do you guys uh, do in church? What does a church worship service even look like as far as, you know, the songs you might sing or, or even other elements of worship and uh, what kind of instruments might be used and things like that? Well, it, it varies from uh, churches to churches. Uh, you know, we have churches that are of the more what we would call hype style, you know, uh. worship with a, you know, full band, you mm, know, drums, yeah. guitars, keyboards, all, all that stuff going on. And then you have other churches that are just, you know, um, I guess they would refer to it as, as playing acoustic worship, just a guitar and a, 
mm-hmm. one guy or and a lady singing, you know, worship songs. But as I said, it varies. Um, typically, it's the more modern contemporary style uh, worship. You know, all the all the new songs we have around today that's that's going on from different worship bands. Yeah, those are being being played all over the place. Um, but some churches there's there's usually like a a Caribbean twist to a lot of the songs where they just add more rhythms and more beat oh, to sure. it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that is because it's more you know jump around dancing type. A lot of churches does those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hearing some uh, um, steel drums in the background right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, Pastor Kenny, uh, I was wondering about just the the spiritual climate of Belize. Would would you say uh, Belize is a Christian nation? Would you say... Um. Uh, now they're they're more into uh, atheism or uh, pantheism. Like, what what's the spiritual climate of Belize? I think generally we we say we are, and of course this is probably like with every nation, you know, like similar to think like you guys in America, for example, you know, it's supposed to be a Christian nation, but everybody knows, you know, the best half of it, nobody is even living like, like, like God is real or he exists. Mm -hmm. And I think we have a a lot of the same thing here, especially with the the global push for, you know, um, the whole LGBTQ movement and all that, you know, equal opportunities for all and all of that. All that stuff is being slowly pushed in and, and brought in. So we have a lot of areas where we would expect that everybody would believe God and, and live like they do, but at the same time, they're not. Um, mm-hmm. But a vast majority of the country profess to be followers of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. More than half, I would say, because we, we do have a lot of, a lot of churches um, from all denominations. You we probably spread across, you know, every single thing here. I see. I see. So, um, Pastor Kenny, as as we kind of wrap up our time together, I'm wondering if you can identify a few areas or maybe some specific prayer requests that, that we could be lifting up for you in these days to come, whether those are uh, events or situations or COVID or family-specific, whatever. Um, how can we be praying for you and your ministry these days? Well, I would specifically ask for prayers for the the two congregations that I'm leading. Mm-hmm. I know people have been going through a rough time with with COVID and the effects that it has had on on our country and the economy and all of that. And it's 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 high time for people to to lose hope and to give up and to dive into other things. Mm-hmm. So be praying that, that, you know, the spirit would steady their hearts, that, that they would, would really see the value in, in serving the Lord and in, in keeping on that path to righteousness. Um, be praying for those who still need to surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ for their many and and uh, the work needs to go on 
So people need to hear the good news. Um, for the family specifically, just that the Lord would keep us steady, that, that we would be healthy, that we'd be able to continue to, to run this race in a way that honors God and pleases him and in a way that display the love of Christ to the people that we are serving and interacting with. All right. Amen. Well, we certainly will be joining you in that. You know, um, Brian Lebinsky really thinks highly of you. And um, he probably spent, I would say, 10 minutes just you got to meet this guy. He is, he's great. And I, this is what I love about him. And, <laughs> and, and then, and what he focused on though, pastor was, uh, your character, your love of Jesus. And I know we've only had a couple of connections, but I see that if anything, uh, Brian under exaggerated, I uh, just really appreciate you and your heart and, and your, your love for Jesus. It, it spills out. And we're encouraged by you. Thank you so much for joining us, brother. We want to thank Pastor Kenny Welch for joining us today. Also, we appreciate you connecting. You can always listen to us on our Friendship Church app or download the podcast to your device's podcast app. Hit subscribe and learn more about what is happening with our missions program at friendshipmn.org missions. See you next time on your Friendship Church podcast.